Good morning, IBCM, and welcome to a new day, Wednesday morning, October the 6th, 2021. I'm actually recording this on Tuesday afternoon, the 5th. As you know, we are going to be flying uh, later tonight, actually about midnight. So at 8 a.m. on Wednesday morning, we will be uh, on our way to the States. So I wanted to record uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays Good Morning IBCM episodes before we go. So they'll be already ready for you to view and to study God's Word and pray uh, along uh, with brothers and sisters in Christ. So today we continue to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4. But before we do so, let's begin our time of Bible study and prayer by worshiping the Lord in with Psalm 36. So let me invite you to open your Bible to Psalm 36, and we're going to read um, verses 5 through 10. Psalm 36, verses 5 through 10. And while you're finding that passage, let me just uh, remind you, if I, I think I've shared this before, one of the spiritual disciplines I use is to uh, pray and worship through five psalms a day. I usually do that myself in the evenings before I go to sleep. And um, so it goes like this on the first day of the month. It's Psalm 1, 31, 61, 91. 121. Then on day two of the month, it's Psalm 2, 32, 62, 92, 122. You see the sequence there. Uh, so today, one of, the, one of the five Psalms is Psalm 36. This would be a good discipline for you to build into your life. I really enjoy uh, going to bed at night and spending those last waking hours praying and meditating through uh, five Psalms. It really brings uh, joy to my heart, and I would uh, recommend that to all of you. So let's read together Psalm 36 verses 5 through 10. It's an encouraging passage. Lord, your faithful love reaches to heaven, your faithfulness to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the highest mountains, your judgments like the deepest sea. Lord, you preserve people and animals. How Priceless your faithful love is, God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They are filled with from the abundance of your house. You let them drink from your refreshing stream. For the wellspring of life is with you. By means of your light, we see light. Spread your faithful love over those who know you and your righteousness over the upright in heart. What an encouraging psalm for us to read today. God's faithful love. It has no limits. Father, we thank you for your faithful love to us. Indeed, it has no limits. It reaches to the heavens, to the clouds, to the highest mountains, to the deepest seas. Wherever we climb or descend, there is your faithful love, and we praise you for that. We pray, God, that the priceless treasure of your love will be well known by each of us throughout the day today. Lord, when we face discouragement, disappointment, trouble, and hardship, may we seek refuge in the shadow of your wings. 
Lord, fill us with abundance from your house. Not the abundance of worldly goods, but the abundance from your house. Fill us and make us spiritually prosperous. Lord, we love to come to the well of your living water and drink to the full. We thirst for you and you quench our thirst. We thank you, Lord, that you give us living water, springs that are perpetual, that never run dry, welling up inside each of our souls, our hearts. Lord, we thank you for the light that we see in you. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who illuminates our minds and hearts to know and cherish your word. Now, Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters who have needs. And we, we extend ourselves, Lord. We, we make ourselves available to minister to the needs of our brothers and sisters. Remind us to spend time in prayer, intervening for their needs. Remind us to put our prayer to our feet and hands. Inspired by the compassion of our hearts, may we give to those who have need. We pray, Lord, for those who are sick today, for those who are uh, suffering from COVID, from those who are suffering from cancer, like Becky and Pearlie and Jenny and Jumong and Nita and Cassie. Oh, Lord, may your grace be abundant in their lives today, both physically and spiritually. Lord, we lift up to you um, Teacher Bell, used to be one of our faculty members at SSFI, and her father now is suffering from COVID. We lift him up to you. We lift Teacher Bell up to you. We pray that she will experience your compassion, your mercy, and your encouragement and comfort today. We pray for healing for her father. Lord, I pray for my own um, cousin's, uh, uh, my cousin's uh, daughter-in-law, I pray for Mandy today. I pray, Lord, you'll bring healing to her from COVID. Refresh her body and bring healing and strength and power to her body. I pray for Stan, my cousin, and, and Ryan, his son, as they pray and anguish over the health of Mandy. I pray you'll encourage them. Lord, we pray that there will be an end to this pandemic soon. Give us endurance as we wait upon you. Now, Lord, as we Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. We're praying for your Holy Spirit to be our teacher today. To inspire us as your jars of clay that carry the treasure, the gospel. Encourage us today with your word. And we pray in Christ's name. Amen. All right, let's move now to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. And we're going to read, sorry, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and we're going to read verses 8 to 13 this morning. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 to 13. I alluded yesterday morning that as jars of clay carrying the treasure of the gospel, sometimes God allows his jars to be broken so that the gospel can spill out and expand. And so today, these verses, we think, think about the fact that sometimes we are broken vessels. Uh, sometimes we are uh, down, but this passage reminds us that we are never out. Down, but not out. 
broken vessels for the Lord. Let's read, beginning at verse 8, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. We are struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry the death of Jesus in our body, so that the life of Jesus may also be displayed in our body. For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that Jesus' life may also be displayed in our mortal flesh. So then, death is at work in us, but life in you. And since we have the same spirit of faith in keeping with what is written, I believed, therefore I speak, we also believe, and therefore speak. I want us to think about this reality. Carrying the gospel can be a very hard task. Notice the hardships that Paul talks about that all of us at times may endure. Notice the hardships. Affliction. Perplexed. That means um, seeing no way out. In a, in a bind. In, in a corner. in a, Feeling trapped and that there's no way out. Perplexed. Persecution. Struck down. Those are things that we might, events, hardships that might happen to us as we, jars of clay, are carrying the treasure, the gospel. Hardships. No one said that following Jesus is an easy life. And when we share the gospel and tell people, oh, just trust in Jesus and your life will be great. Well, Jesus does promise us an abundant life, but an abundant life is sometimes accompanied by abundant hardships. But notice the very real promises that Paul gives us in these two verses. The word affliction means to be pressed, and it's the same word used to describe pressing the grapes to make wine. Paul says sometimes we are afflicted in every way, but notice the promise, not crushed. So the world's press, the enemy's press, wants to crush us, yet we, because of Christ, because of faith, we endure it. We're not crushed. We endure the press. Perplexed. But notice the promise. Not in despair. D the word despair refers to having no resources, being destitute. So sometimes we are in a situation, in a circumstance, that looks like it is a long, dark tunnel with no light. Sometimes trapped in a corner that looks like there is no way out, no escape. But because we are carrying the gospel faithfully, we are promised that we will always have abundant resources. No matter what Red Sea, no matter what 
Egyptian army we face. There is always abundant resources and always a way of escape. Even out of temptation, Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 10.13 that even in the hardest temptation, God provides a way of escape so that we can yield to Christ and not to the temptation. Here's a third promise. We are never abandoned. Persecuted, which means to suffer, to suffer loss. Persecuted, but never abandoned. The word abandoned there means to be left, but we're never left. We are promised companionship. Jesus promised us that as we are faithful, carrying the gospel, making disciples, the promise is that he is with us always to the very end. So we may be persecuted, but we're not persecuted alone. We are never left alone, never abandoned. Jesus said, I'm not leaving you to be orphaned. I'm sending the Holy Spirit, who is the comforter, who is the parakletos, a Greek word that means one who comes along beside us. Never abandoned. And then the fourth promise, life. Struck down, but not destroyed. We have life in Christ Jesus. So carrying the gospel can be a very hard task. Following Jesus sometimes brings about hardship, but we have these promises, not crushed, not in despair, not abandoned, not destroyed. We are given by the Spirit endurance, abundant resources, companionship, and life. Verses 10 to 12 remind us that carrying the gospel is a life of sacrifice. Notice what else we carry besides the gospel. We carry the death of Jesus. We always carry the death of Jesus in our body, Paul wrote in verse 10. So we're not only carrying the gospel, we're carrying the cross of Christ. But we also know that that means resurrection. Jesus uh, taught that in order to be a follower of his, that we must deny self, take up the cross, and follow him. So carrying the gospel is a life of daily denial. It is a life of sacrifice. But the promise here is, the good news here is that by our death to self, by our willingness to carry the cross of Jesus. His life is on display in us. And this gives us a hope, and it gives us a joyful peace and promise in suffering. And in verse 13, we see that carrying the gospel means bold speech. Verse 13, since we have the same spirit of faith in keeping with what is written, I believe, therefore, I spoke. And Paul there is quoting Psalm 116, verse 10. You can look it up later. He says, we also believe and therefore speak. So as jars of clay, when God allows difficulty in our lives that break us, brings humility to us, puts us on our knees, and we cry out to God. Broken vessels speak loudly the good news of Christ. He is displayed in us, 
and also we speak the gospel boldly. When we are faithful in suffering, when we are faithful in hardship, it raises a question. It piques the curiosity of an unbelieving world. Why would you be so faithful to God if he's allowed you to suffer? And that gives us an opportunity to speak boldly. So in this passage, Paul reminds us that though we may think we are at the end of our rope, we are never at the end of our hope. Our perishable bodies are subject to sin and suffering, but God never abandons us. Because Christ has won the victory over death, we have eternal life. So all of our risks, our humiliations, our trials and hardships are actually opportunities that God gives us for Christ to demonstrate his power and his presence in us and through us. Maybe you're like me, and, and, and I've asked myself this question. Wow, could I handle the suffering and persecution and opposition that Paul did? I think if God were to allow me to endure that, those kinds of beatings that Paul endured, I think he would give me the grace to endure it. That's the God we serve. Here on earth, the success syndrome, as one writer calls it, is a great enemy of effective ministry. From our earthly perspective, Paul does not always look successful. He was driven out of town. In one place, they had to hide him in a basket and drop him over the edge of the city wall. Well, not drop him. They dropped him by ropes. <laughs> Sometimes Paul was not as successful as maybe the world would like for him to be. But just like Paul, we must carry out our ministry. We must faithfully carry the gospel, looking for his strength in times of trouble. When opposition, when slander, or when disappointments threaten to rob you of your victory, threaten to rob you of your joy, overburden you with despair and discouragement, remember that as a broken vessel, the gospel spills out of you, and nothing, no one, can destroy what God is accomplishing through you as you faithfully carry the gospel. Father, thank you for your promise. Thank you for this word. It's a word that reminds us that we sometimes face hardship. And Lord, for a year and a half, we have been facing this hardship of the pandemic. So Lord, we pray that you will help us to remember that in Christ we endure. In Christ, we have abundant resources. In Christ, we are never alone. We have a companion. In Christ, we have been given the gift of eternal life. Inspire us that in spite of the brokenness we experience, to continue to carry the gospel faithfully, boldly, courageously. And Lord, Lord, now again, I pray for my brothers and sisters. I pray that your face will shine upon them. I pray that you will protect them, that you will guard their hearts, that you will provide everything they need according to your riches in Christ Jesus. And I pray that today, through whatever discouragements they face, they will find hope in you. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen.
God bless you. Thank you for joining me again this morning. I look forward to seeing you in the morning. God bless. Have a great day.